What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 2669, How to Be Good Enough at Anything in 20 Hours, by Terry Toe of talktoterry.co, and I'm Justin Mollick, and we're gonna jump right into today's article as we optimize your life. How to Be Good Enough at Anything in 20 Hours, by Terry Toe of talktoterry.co. When was the last time you got reasonably good at something new for the first time? I'm no master chef, but in the past few months, I've been learning how to cook the perfect medium-rare ribeye steak. Unlike Gordon Ramsay, I didn't spend 10,000 hours in the fiery kitchens of London and France, but I managed to get a respectable crust on a succulent, juicy slab of beef. In this article, I'm gonna share my perspective on the concept of the 10,000-hour rule to mastering any skill, and why we probably don't need that long to get reasonably well at anything new in reality. The 10,000 hour rule. Go out on the streets and ask anyone about the 10,000 hour rule, many of them would probably have heard about it. But are you aware that it is a misinterpretation of research? The research in question was first published in 1993 by K. Anders Erickson, a psychologist from Florida State University. It was then later popularized by Malcolm Gladwell in his 2008 best-selling book, Outliers. Essentially, it's the notion that we need at least 10,000 hours of deliberate practice to become an expert or master performer in any given field. Since then, it's become a sort of global phenomenon. According to Google Trends, people didn't know about this concept until Gladwell brought it to light. However, what people don't realize is that there are two small caveats to this concept. Firstly, the number 10,000 is arbitrary. This just happens to be the number of hours that promising violinists had put in by the time they were 20 years old. The point here is that to become an expert, one would need to invest in many hours of deliberate practice, and this need not necessarily be 10,000. Imagine how much good beef I would have to waste just to hit that 10,000 hour mark. Oh, the blasphemy. Secondly, and also the main point of this article, you only need that much time and effort if you wanna become an expert or a leader in a very niche subject. In other words, if all you wanna be is good enough so you can get on with life, you only need as little as 20 hours. We only need 20 hours to be good enough at something new. In his 2013 presentation at TEDxCSU, Josh Kaufman introduces four simple steps to rapid skill acquisition, which will help us become reasonably good at something. The steps are described as follows. Deconstruct the skill, learn enough to self-correct, remove practice barriers, and commit to at least 20 hours of practice. To help you appreciate this concept better, 
let's revisit my time in the kitchen with my beautiful steaks. Step number one, deconstruct the skill. Quote, most of the things that we think of as skills are actually big bundles of skills. Josh Kaufman. This is probably one of the most overused cliches. To overcome huge challenges first, break it down into smaller pieces. This helps us identify and focus on the parts that will make the most impact on our learning first. Back in the kitchen, this is where I take a step back and break down the process of cooking the perfect steak. One, preparing the beef. Two, seasoning the beef. Three, searing the beef. And four, resting the beef. Step number two, learn enough to self-correct. Quote, learning becomes a way of getting better at noticing when you're making a mistake and then doing something a little different. Josh Kaufman. The next step requires us to exercise self-awareness. Kaufman explained, quote, what you want to do is learn just enough that you can actually practice and self-correct, end quote. Here, I'm busy noticing and taking notes about how I'm executing the steps and adjusting them according to the outcome. Did I dry brine the beef for at least eight hours? Did I add enough seasoning? Am I using the right oil and pan? How long do I sear the beef for? Did I rest the beef long enough before serving it? With enough practice, we should become more aware of the right conditions that'll produce the intended outcome. If not, keep trying. You'll get it eventually, I know you can. Step number three, remove practice barriers. The third step of this process is all about making it easy for us to practice. Like how a messy and dirty kitchen can discourage me from practicing my steak craft, distractions in our immediate environment can derail us from performing the actual practices altogether. To ensure that I'm consciously putting in the work to practice, I make it a point to ensure that I will always have a healthy supply of beef for me to cook every week. I also make sure that I have all the other ingredients I need so I wouldn't have to make any last minute grocery runs. And step number four, commit to at least 20 hours of practice. The last part of Kaufman's method is where everything comes together. This is where Kaufman suggests that we pre-commit 20 hours ahead of schedule to our cause. This will compel us to, quote, stick with the practice long enough to actually reap the rewards, end quote. In my case, I committed myself to Wednesdays being steak day for the next six months. I would have made every other day steak day if not for the fact that good steak is expensive in my country, so I'll just have to make do. Good enough is good enough. Learning a new skill can be a daunting process and it's no easy feat. However, it's important to realize that we often don't need to be top of the field to do a piece of work well. With just four simple steps, we reduce the amount of time needed to learn something new down to 20 hours. All that matters now is to decide what do we want to learn next and how well do we want to get at it? In my culinary journey, I'm excited to share that I'm not putting out fine dining worthy steaks, but it's good enough for me and my partner to enjoy date night with a fine bottle of wine. You just listened to the post titled How to Be Good Enough at Anything in 20 Hours by Terry Toe of talktoterry.co. Thank you to Terry. I found this funny because first, step one was to deconstruct the skill and completely coincidentally, I talked about deconstructing a plan in yesterday's episode before I read this article. And the theme is incredibly similar. 
take something, break it down into smaller parts so that it's more manageable. Plus, having a plan usually improves the odds of it happening anyway. But the other thing is, somewhat recently, we had an article from James Altucher talking about this very 10,000-hour rule and how to hack it down to fewer hours. There were definitely different points in that article. For example, one that I distinctly remember is hanging around people who are at or around the same level as you in this skill and also very passionate about that topic. So in Terry's example, that could be asking friends what their experience with cooking steak is and if they're interested in learning. And then getting together with that person or people more often to talk about cooking steaks specifically. As long as you're both passionate about it, the learning will increase because they'll discover something and then talk to you about it and vice versa. And you'll learn from each other's mistakes and wins. So if you want to hear more about that, you can check out episode 2636. But in either case, I definitely agree, good enough usually is good enough. So thank you again to Terry for this one. Thank you for listening and being here. I really appreciate you learning along with me. I would not be able to do this without you. It means a lot that you're here. So have a great rest of your day. I'll be back for the Thursday show tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.